and welcome to the Nutrition by Samantha podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, nutritionist who is on a mission to cut through the nutrition confusion and help you become the healthiest version of you. In this podcast, you'll find expert advice on all things binge and emotional eating, sustainable fat loss, sports nutrition, and all things in between. I hope you leave each episode inspired and empowered to make smarter eating choices. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for being here. Do you know, before I start each episode, it is actually a process Firstly, to get my dog organized because little Miss Ava, yes, you, I'm looking at you, Ava. She decides to cry. She wants to walk around. Then you hear trip top, trip top in the background, which is my dog walking all the time. She's so annoying like that, but she doesn't like to be left alone. So I usually have to put her outside and you can probably hear her walking in the background because <laughs> it's such a headache. Anyway, this episode, we are talking about set point theory, why it is easier for some people to maintain their weight compared to others. It's a very interesting topic. Um, and also how you can be able to get to your mate, your weight you want to get to, and also ma- maintain that too. Because that is obviously why a lot of people listen to my podcast or follow me on Instagram. It's because they want to be able to get to their ideal weight and be able to maintain it. Let's start with my food recommendation for the week. It is not a specific food this week. It is herbs. And spices so so many people don't use herbs and spices in their cooking which is fair enough I mean it adds an extra layer of um, effort into your cooking but it is really good for our gut health so to get more diversity in our diet so through plants nuts legumes you know fruit veggies all that are all really really good but also herbs and spices that helps add more diversity into our diet so wherever possible if you can add in some herbs so if you like coriander that could be a good start or basil sage thyme mint just adding different herbs into your diet can make a huge difference and same with spices so adding in different spices like cayenne pepper paprika Oh my goodness, I can't even think of some like garlic powder. There's so many different herbs I mean you can get. So if you can add any of that into your cooking, really good for your gut health and just adding that diversity into your diet and building some good gut bacteria. Uh, BRB, I need to get this dog out of the room. She's going to drive me mental. (laughs) All right, I kicked her out. I spoke to her before the episode started. I said, you can stay in this room if you sit quietly. And she looked at me like, yes, mommy, I will. But no. She didn't, so she's outside now while I film this. I mean, record this. Anyway, back to the food wreck. So, yeah, if you can add anything in, that would be fantastic. Um, You know, you can add herbs to your salads, top off stir fries with some herbs. If you make your own, like, beef or veggie patties, you can add them in there. There's so many things you can do with your herbs, and, yeah, it's just awesome. Same with spices, cooking your meats, your potatoes, adding some spices on top. Actually... Do you know what's interesting? So if you have sweet potato and you add some cinnamon on top, like ground cinnamon, it actually tastes so good on top of sweet potato. So I highly recommend. All right. So getting into today's topic of set point theory, set point weight, 
Firstly, I suppose we'll start with what is it? And it is a predetermined weight. So a set point your body will stay at and your body will try to prevent itself from moving from. So you might find that might be between like maybe roughly like a five kilogram um, difference that your body always stays between and getting out of that weight uh, is really challenging for you. And you'll probably notice that you have been this particular weight for a very long time. Unfortunately for us, this is pretty much predetermined in our early years of life from conception. So, you know, when your parents, yep, to five years, to when we're five years old. So our genes play a massive role in what our weight is. And that's why I always hear a lot of people say, I've always been overweight. So they have already been, I suppose, predetermined that they're going to be this particular weight or they're always going to be holding more body fat than other people for the rest of their life. And this doesn't mean that this is just what you have to deal with. You can always change this and and you just need help to be able to change it. So when we are a certain weight for myself, um, my weight does not fluctuate more than two, two and a half kilos. I always stay between a certain weight since, uh, high school I'm 10 kilos heavier than what I was in high school but that was what 12 years ago um but since my my adult years I pretty much haven't fluctuated between two and a half kilos difference and this is because this is just the weight that my body likes to stay at and what is comfortable and what is also maintainable for me as well this is apart from when I did my bikini comp when I lost 10 kilos for that comp that yeah that is I'm not talking about that phase in my life just in my general healthy adult um, eating so our bodies work pretty damn hard to keep us at our set point weight and this is pretty much why it is so much easier to gain weight than it is to lose weight so when we do attempt to lose weight Often our body is fighting against this. So they go through, we go through cravings, um, hunger, headaches, nausea, like hangry, um, moodiness. There's so many things that our body gives off to tell us, um, no, stop losing weight. We need to regain weight. I'm going to give you all these symptoms to help you put the weight back on. So that's why a lot of people, when they lose weight, they struggle to keep it off because their body is fighting against them. They don't, your body likes where it's at. It doesn't want to change. So it will do anything and everything in its power to try and keep you at your weight. So there are ways that we can overcome this because obviously there are people out there that do lose weight and do keep it off long term. And this is because they do a couple of things to really help with this. Number one is a very small calorie deficit. So the reason why I say very small is so small that your body doesn't notice and it doesn't get hungry, doesn't start bringing on cravings or, you know, trying to increase your appetite and trying to get you to eat more. And this is what I do with my clients. I do a small calorie deficit to help offset these symptoms so that when they lose weight, their body isn't going to freak out and try to get you to regain the weight. And this is so important. And when you do try to lose weight, you also need to know that this is going to be slow for this reason, because if it's slower, you are more likely to be able to keep it off, which is what you want. You don't want to just do something drastic, lose all the weight, struggle to keep it off. And then your body's like, um, mate, 
we want to go back to our set point weight where we're comfortable at. This weight of 10 kilos or less is just not ideal for us. We also want to make sure that the way we lose weight is a way that we can maintain long term, long, long term. So for a very, at least the next year. So if it's something that you're doing that's quite restrictive, that you can't maintain because your your hunger, your appetite, everything's increasing and it's, it's becoming a struggle to keep off, the weight is going to slowly creep back on because your body is trying to fight against you. Hey, this is a super quick interruption to tell you about my new program, The NBS Method. After working one-on-one with over 400 people on their weight loss journey, I have developed my own unique formula and method to help clients get from restriction, binge and emotional eating, self-sabotaging behavior, and having no idea what actually works for weight loss to feeling in control, confident, knowing how to deal with their triggers, becoming a more mindful eater, knowing how to eat for fat loss, and finally seeing the weight loss results that they're after. This five-month nutrition coaching program will show you how to lose weight in a sustainable way, stop overeating, reduce binge and emotional eating, and finally feeling in control over your eating rather than food having control over you. Within the first few weeks, you'll start to feel lighter, healthier, more confident, and energized. You'll be in control over how much you're eating, you'll understand your triggers for emotional and binge eating, And you know you've learned the necessary steps to maintain your new healthy lifestyle. I'm so confident that you will gain so much value out of this program. And by the end of the five months, you will know exactly what you need to do moving forward to continue to see the results you're after or maintain your weight loss results. If this is exactly what you need right now, head to the link in the show notes to book your no obligation phone call to see if it's the right fit for you. Okay, let's get back into the episode. So to be able to set a new set point weight, we need to maintain our weight loss for a minimum, absolute minimum for six months. I would even push this out to a year. So what the recommendation is to be able to counterbalance our body fighting against us is once we lose 10 kilos, we want to be able to maintain that 10 kilo weight loss for at least six months. And if we can maintain that, then we can continue on our next 10 kilos. Now, when I work with my clients, I do that really small calorie deficit so that they can lose weight nice and slowly to help prevent this from happening. But we keep going until we get to their ideal weight. And then we focus on maintaining this now for as long as we can. So usually between six months to a year and then our body will regulate and this will become our body's new set point weight and it will be so much easier to maintain our weight at this weight that we're at. So when I think back to when I did my bikini comp, I lost 10 kilos. I weighed flipping nothing. I was tiny, tiny, tiny. My body was not comfortable at this weight. I was not eating enough food in general. I was exercising so much and my body was constantly fighting back to get back to my um, set point weight, which is what I'm at now. So I got sick. So I don't, I'm not going to say I don't get sick. I very rarely get sick, very rarely. Maybe once every five years I might get sick, three to five years. I don't know. It's so far and few in between. I really don't often get sick. But before my bikini comp, the, literally the week before I got sick and I knew the reason was because I was just restricting myself and there could be so many different reasons why I got sick. My, I had a weakened 
immune system as well because I wasn't eating enough nutrients. Um, but another reason was because I was just really forcing my body to get to a point where it just got sick and it was telling me I need to stop and I need to rest and I need to stop doing what I'm doing because my body just wanted to get back to its ideal weight. And because I couldn't maintain this weight loss at all, my body was, I think it was also a mental thing for myself, but also my body was always afterwards trying to get me back there. So that's when I gave into the hunger, the cravings um, and started to eat more food because you know, my body wanted to get back to its usual weight. And slowly over time, I went back to what I usually weigh. And this is just because being where I was, was just so far from my set point weight that my body, I would have had to stay there for at least six months for that to become my new my new weight and my new standard weight, my body would be comfortable at staying at. Um, but it was just very hard to maintain for myself. So working with someone who knows um, about nutrition and how to lose weight in a sustainable way can really help you break past any um, like weight barriers that you're in. So just for example, you always sit around 90 kilos and you're trying to get to 87, 88 kilos, but you struggle to get there. That's where someone can help you and make sure you're in that slight calorie deficit to help prevent any of these um, signals your body sends off to you to get you back to where you were. With my clients, I'm always talking about preventing hunger and make sure, sure we're feeling full and satisfied between meals. And this is because of this, your body is going to be fighting against you You're in a calorie deficit your body's going to be fighting against you. So I do everything I can to prevent these sort of symptoms coming up so we can be able to maintain the calorie deficit and then the weight loss results long term. And having the accountability and support of someone to help you um, with this can really help with just maintaining our healthy habits and really help just keep you on track and keep you pushing forward because Without accountability, without support, thing, support sorry, th things are really hard to achieve. Weight loss is really hard to achieve when you're doing it on your own, you're trying to figure it all out on your own, don't know if you're in the right direction or if you're cutting calories too low or you're not in enough of a calorie deficit. And then you've also got your hunger signals and your, um, your appetite changing. It's just really hard. And having someone there to support and guide you to get you through these like speed humps that can come up can be really beneficial, at least until you get the consistency and momentum of your weight loss journey going. And then if you are able to continue doing that on your own, that is fantastic. And that is my goal with my clients is to be able to get them to a point where they can do this all on their own. Um, and sometimes I have clients that with me, they know exactly what to do. They just don't want to hold, they don't want to lose any accountability because they are so worried about as soon as the accountability drops that they will just stop. So to wrap up this episode, remember our body is always fighting against us when we are trying to make change. Remember, it wants to stay where it is and where it's happy at. And it's our job if we want to change where, where we're at to be slow and to be patient with ourselves and with our body as well, because it is hard work. And as much as social media will want you to believe it is not fast and it is not a huge transformation that happens within just a couple of months, okay? It takes years, 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 years um, to get to where you want to be. And also as we're going, like things come up, right? Little habits slip in, then the weight might slowly go up and then we kick that habit out again and we work on our good habits again and then the weight continues to come down. It is such a process and it's just important to not give up on ourselves with that as well. So remember, 
small calorie deficits, accountability, and trying to minimize any um, difficulties that will come up, such as hunger, appetite changes, moodiness, uh, cravings, trying to limit all that as much as we can is really the key to success to long-term overall weight. And once we get to our weight goal, we need to be able to maintain it for at least six to 12 months before it becomes sort of like our new set point weight. So I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, please let me know. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. I hope to hear from you. Um, Leave me a review if you would be so kind. If you want to work with me, you know where to find me. Just send me a message or an email and I'll get back to you ASAP. And yes, I look forward to seeing you again next week. So have a lovely week and bye.